T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Get Boston Sports Original on the go. Wherever you go. Just download the Odyssey app. We're right back to it. Merloni, Fortier, and Mego on WEEI. All right, time to talk to our guy, Andrew Raycroft of Nesson. Uh, Razors brought to you by Shaw's and Star Market, bringing people together around food by John Sewer and Drinkling. And name to know when your drains don't flow. And by Brennan's Smoke Shop, the best uh, smoke shop in Massachusetts and now in New Hampshire. Brennan's, after 30 years, expanding into tax-free Hudson, New Hampshire. Joining us on the Harbor One Hotline is uh, Razor, Andrew Raycroft. Razor, uh, how'd you like the roll down on the ice last night? New roll for you, huh? Ice side. Yeah. Mixing, mixing it up a little bit, uh, trying to get my reads in uh, without screwing them all up, my high school education. You get nervous <laughs> kind of interviewing these guys? Kind of like, oh, geez, what am I going to do now? Uh, yeah, I'm getting there. <laughs> I'm getting there. It's like, all right, let's try and not find the cliche question that I was asked a million times that I rolled my eyes at in between yeah. periods and yeah. uh, try and stick to something good. So, yeah, it's not the easiest thing, but I'm getting there. All right, good win for them last night. Coming back, seven-day road trip. They go 2-1 and one on the trip, and sometimes that first game back, as you know, kind of sleepwalking a little bit. Um, maybe not great in the first period, but still jumped on them. Uh, still a good win for this team, though. It, that was a really good win, and, and for all the reasons you just said, and, and extra difficult to come basically 48 hours from playing in Vegas to, to the hour, um, having the afternoon game there. They stayed out there. They got up real early and just flew all day long. This time of year with the, the days being so short, getting in when it's dark out isn't the easiest thing. So they were all grinding in a big way, uh, speaking with them last night, but I think it's just a testament, just how good they are. More than anything, they're just so talented and so much better than most of these teams that even on their their poorest night or, or struggle night, if they stay a little focused, they can find a way. So you know, you know, one of the big reasons why this team is playing so well is all the depth that they have on it. And one of the guys is Pavel Zaka. Just looking at some of his stats. I mean, just the leads the team in five on five assists. Uh, you know what? What is he? Uh, you know, um, also like real, obviously doing great like with goals on five on five. Just is he like one of the most underrated players on this team? Or oh, under maybe so. underappreciated? Maybe that's a better word to use. Underappreciated. Yeah, I think I think it can be both. I, I think it, he's definitely underappreciated from the fact that. You have, of course, the passes, the Marshans, but what he also does, the five-on-five scoring, number one, he's not getting a lot of power play time. He's on the second unit, but that's been sparingly at times as well. Uh, penalty kill, but also the fact he's played right wing, left wing, and most importantly, center. That center position for this Boston Bruin team can be difficult. It, the way you play defense, the way you have to commit to a 200-foot game, like Patrice Bergeron does, like Charlie Coyle does, like Thomas Nosek does, and Zach is filled right in with that. And uh, he's a sixth overall pick, so he, he's been a stud his entire life. And I think being coming over from New Jersey and being around these guys and really learning how to play the game 
on a on a high level winning team, he he's been able to do that. So it, it's it's a huge bonus for them to be able to lose David Krejci, but pop Pavel Zaka in and not have to disrupt Charlie Coyle in his third line role. So right next to him on that line is Jake DeBrusque, who was awesome last night, and he's been playing with that different line, specifically next to Taylor Hall. Is it possible that the speed on that line maybe suits him better in some ways than playing with Bergeron and Marchand? It, it, it could, and it, it seems to have done that the last, the last three or four days. It certainly was very excited to score against the Bruce Cassidy-led Las Vegas team, uh, the game winner on Sunday, and then carried over into the first. And he talked about playing with the speed, Taylor Hall being one of the fastest guys in the league, and Zach is no slouch either. So I think he's learned a lot playing with Patrice and Brad Marchand and how to still continue to develop defensively and where to go and where pucks need to go on at certain times, at certain shifts. And I think he's carried that over to play with those guys and not – not rely on Patrice and Brad, but to have learned from them and to be able to carry it over on his own. It's, it, it's been a big development for him. Talking to Andrew Raycroft right now of Nesson, talking some bees with, uh, with Razor. And Razor, we've talked before about like the whole team kind of coming together, maybe this final, you know, for Bergeron, right? And how that's important, that locker room. Krejci's future, who knows? Does it scare you at all that, that Pasta's not done yet? And that if he's thinking this could be it, you, you know what I mean? Like just one more year, then he can run. You getting nervous at all with him? I'm not getting nervous, but I've been asking a lot more questions from people around the league. And Bettman talked yesterday about the salary cap, and it looks like, unfortunately for the Bruins, it's only going up at a mil- about a million dollars. Essentially, the league has to find a way to, to make an extra $150 million, uh, to not allow that to happen. So the, the expectation is salary cap's only going up $1 million to still pay back from what happened through COVID years. Doesn't give them a lot of wiggle room. The, the higher-end teams certainly didn't want to see that, and the higher-end players like David Pasternak didn't want to see it. The one caveat to that is is free agency in this salary cap era post-COVID isn't necessarily completely free agency. There's only a few teams that could afford David Pasternak and, and pay him the huge money, and those are the bottom-end teams. So those are teams that are rebuilding in a few years away. The, the top-end teams just don't have any room. None of the top-end teams do. So I, I think if he wants to be in this Boston area, I, I think the winning one, he, he's not going to go to a, a rebuilding team is what I'm trying to say. I don't think he goes to an Arizona just to make an extra million dollars a year. So that's what's giving me pause and, and being concerned about. I think it's just, trying to work through the numbers, both team-wise and player-wise, of what the cap looks like going forward. You, know, you just bring that up, and it makes me think, like, if it's only going up that much, and it's like, well, if you do lose Bergeron and Krejci, that frees up a lot of money. Well, not really, right? <laughs> they, don't, they don't sign for anything, you know? So it's you could be really in a bind with some other guys like Felino and Zaka, both up, Clifton, some of those guys up. No so enjoy it. Let's enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's basically it. Like, let's let's enjoy it and 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 have a blast the next few months because all the good teams are going to have to do a lot of paperwork and a lot of accounting yeah. to to get their guys back next season. All right. So, a uh, random question for me. It was just curious who you think the three toughest players are on this team. Rank them. Top three, three, three toughest, toughest players. players on this team. You got to rank them. Um, I'm taking. Well, I, and I'm I'm, I'm going to go. I'm I'm not going fighting wise. I'm going toughness wise. I'm going Patrice Bergeron. 
I'm going Brad Marshawn, and I am going back end. Charlie McAvoy. Okay, now go fighting. <laughs> go fighting, through fighting. Now. I will go <laughs> an absolute fight. I'll go. Hmm, I'll go AJ Greer, Ooh. Nick Foligno, close okay. to those two guys, and then Trent Frederick. Okay. Wow. See, that's how you separate those two very yeah, distinct yeah, yeah. differences. Difference. So I just want to cir- circle back because I saw some comments from Pasternak talking after some of those baseball free agent contracts came out last week about the differential between, uh, you know, hockey player salaries and those contracts and the other sp- professional sports. But it doesn't sound like you think that that's a goal of his to kind of uh, set the new threshold for a high contract and beat out Nathan McKinnon or someone like that? I don't think so because I don't think, unlike baseball, that it's the New York Yankees or the San Diego Padres or a team of the Los Angeles Dodgers or hopefully the Boston Red Sox, the the highest-end teams that are the playoff teams that are doling out the biggest money. Next season, the the teams that are going to hand out the most money, Chicago Blackhawks gave out the biggest contract to a defenseman ever, and they are the worst team by far in the league. So you have to kind of go to those teams that are, have a lot of money coming off the books that are rebuilding to really go and get the largest payday. Even Nathan McKinnon could have probably got two or three million more going to a bad team, but he wanted to stay in Colorado. Kale McCarr is the same way. Connor McDavid in Edmonton. So it's just a bit of a different mentality. And I think the highest end guys in hockey understand that they're better off making a couple million dollars less a year and being on a great team than trying to hit the biggest mm-hmm. jackpot. All right, Razor, listen, we appreciate the Thanks, time. Thanks, buddy. Uh, hope we can see you Love down it. there uh, ice side here, hopefully coming ice up side. soon as well. All right, sounds good. Thanks, buddy. Right. Thank you. Andrew Raycroft, there it is. Um, talking some bees. Big win last night. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 